Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Felipe Barganier is the president and CEO of Gab International. He's an employee benefits industry leader, a best-selling author, and the host of the Business of Your Mind podcast. And now finally, a guest on Money Savage Maximize. Welcome, Felipe. Thank you, George. Thank you, George, for um, having me on your show, man. Uh, I um, It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to having an awesome uh, episode with you, and hopefully your your listeners will take away some valuable tips yeah, uh, based on our conversation. Well, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, um, my personal life, I hope you have a drink and you're listening to it. I'm like, I'm not going to make everybody cry. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'm native of Atlanta, Georgia. I've been in the employee benefits. Well, actually, the financial services industry since 1999. Um, I've got uh, three children, a four-year-old, <clears throat> a 12-year-old, an 18-year-old. Uh, and... My personal time, I love to travel pre-COVID. Of course, now not not as much because the world is shut down uh, for for us anyway. Um, and I just enjoy um, helping people. That's that's really uh, the reason why I even got into the financial services employee benefits field and recently uh, doing some coaching. So uh, I'm just a lover of people, man. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So. How does that translate uh, from from your work with employee benefits? How how you were able to to spread that love to to organizations, to the leadership, to the employees? How do you how how do you go about that? Well, uh, a number of ways, but I would probably say the most uh, impactful way is that um, I created a proprietary solution called Demographics Based Benefits Planning. Uh, which basically focuses on the unique benefits of uh, the, the uh, unique differences um, of each demographic of an employee, and we're not just talking about ethnicity or or sex. We're talk- we're, we're getting very granular um, as it relates to you know the needs of of, of the employees based on their socioeconomic status, um, health disparities, uh, health histories, family health histories, uh, over 110 different data points, and what that does is. Uh, it it allows those employees to now feel more engaged and more well-rounded in what their employee uh, in what their employer excuse me is offering them because a lot of times when you're putting together when you're putting together a benefits plan the employees are given a cookie cutter benefits plan that may not be reflective and oftentimes it's not reflective of the needs of those employees which you know, we all know, uh, even though we would like to think everybody has the same uh, experience in life, but unfortunately, some people are born with a silver spoon, some are not. You know, some are born predisposed to certain health um, health issues, which we won't get into because a lot of times, you know, that's just impacted by diet or, you know, you, you, you repeating the same patterns 
of your um, of your parents and their, and their parents and their parents. So, what well, what we focus on is basically helping that employer uh, meet the needs of the employees because most employers don't realize that the vast majority of employees look at them almost it's almost like a parent-child relationship where if it's offered at work it's almost like you gave a stamp of approval sort of like a parent okay this is safe <laughs> but people won't do what they will do at work outside you know so we try to make it as engaging as possible and the benefits package as as um as as robust as possible for that for that for that particular group of employees well, that certainly makes a lot of sense, and I'm, I'm sure that there's some employers that really embrace that. Are are there also some that say, "Well, I don't want to be the the mom or the dad to my employees. That's that's not a, a, a responsibility that 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 I want." Well, we really haven't run into that. Really, more more. Uh, we actually open our open the employer's eyes up to, to to where they go. Wow, we never thought about that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, if you, you know, a lot of people don't even have life insurance outside of their job. So if it's not offered on the job, they would never have adequate coverage. You know, simple things like that. And when they, um, when they are made aware of it, it allows them to all of a sudden go, okay, wow, this is something that we need to do. We do need to take this a little bit more seriously, but. Um, so it's it's more of them possibly in the beginning going whoa, and then you know realizing that wow I do have a responsibility to make sure that the employer uh, that the employees are you know offer benefits that they may not be able to afford uh, or 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 even think about elsewhere. I think that's such it's such an important thing because it's so true. Um, I, I don't know if there's an actual industry term, but the the take up rates like you, you you mentioned life insurance if if an employer offers life insurance I bet most everybody takes it right um yeah um especially if if you if you're talking about the uh, the uh, cheaper plans uh but even in the in in our situations where let's just say the majority of employees don't take it you're still looking depending on the employer it can be up to seventy five eighty percent. And oftentimes when you're having an enrollment, those employees have no life insurance anywhere else. Also, one of the things that a lot of employers um, and employees uh, don't realize until they're offered it is that because you're in a group setting, uh, the underwriting tends to be a whole a lot more liberal. Um, in addition to that, there are a lot of carriers that will give you guaranteed issues. So just imagine, if you will, uh, um, an employer that has employees that might have cancer or some type of genetic, you know, ab- abnormality or, you know, maybe a history of heart attacks or strokes or, or whatever that couldn't get life insurance outside of their job. Now that employer is a hero because they're now able to get insurance. Some, some of which you can actually take with you, you know, without, um, without any medical under, um, underwriting, and without any price increases, same thing with other types of policies, disability insurance, cancer insurance, you name it, you can pretty much offer it on the job and those employees that couldn't get coverage elsewhere now all of a sudden have something that gives them a safety net in, or their family a safety net, I should say, in the event that something happens to them. And that's just, it just warms my heart every time that we're able to, 
you know, to offer products like that to an employer um, and their employees, because now, you know, not only are you helping that helping that employer, you know, uh, offer their employees better benefits, but you may have just saved a family from a possible situation. Should that should that employee pass away, now they now their family, who may not have have coverage, who may have not have had coverage prior to that, now has to has adequate coverage, and now you know you may have you know helped them. Uh, avoid foreclosure, avoid you know having to lose everything because that loved one died, passed away. Yeah, talk about talk about an impact right there, and that's 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 the reality is that too few people have these coverages. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I think that that's awesome, um, and I'm I'm glad to hear it's 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 more of just a like like the light bulb turns on. And say, well, I didn't realize we were really in the position to be able to do that. So you've been you've been at this for for a long time. When when did the light bulb come on for you that we need to offer this um, this this demographics based uh, benefits planning and how how long did it take you to actually put that together? Well, um, I would say it probably took me. So let me let me back up. So I was doing it subconsciously, right, or, uh, without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I didn't realize it until probably about 10 years into my uh, career uh, that, wow, like I've been always looking at the, you know, at at what product the employees are talking about. And from that, it took me about six years to really like flesh it out, Um, you know, and then once I started getting, you know, recognizing the industry and things of that nature, uh, I really started taking it uh, to a much higher level because I didn't want to be it to be Felipe doing this. I wanted to be a leader in the industry of of, of bringing awareness to you know us as advisors or brokers or whatever term you want to use. We have a, in my opinion, a fiduciary responsibility to those employers and the employees to make sure that we're taking care of their needs. And uh, once I started bringing bringing it to the forefront of the industry, other advisors that I talked to were like, wow, like I never thought about that. And of course, you know, we're, we're in 2020, you know, um, and, you know, things like, you know, uh, uh, ethnicity and, you know, sex and um, just different things are, are, are being um, brought to light. And I believe now that more employees, more, more, more employers now more than ever are extremely interested in uh, solutions like this, and our firm also does financial planning. And, and a part of a part of this whole package is us bringing those products and services that you know employers may have never offered prior prior to. We have a lot of partnerships that we that we're engaged in that helps just you know increase financial literacy and stuff like that to the to, to the employees. Well, that's obviously a super important thing. Um... So what it sounds like is you want to help an organization sort of take a big step back and change their perspective on how they're viewing offering benefits to their employees instead of just thinking about it as this is something we have to do and here's some health insurance and here's some other stuff. Let's really take a big step back and figure out for our actual demographics, for, for the people we have working here, for our people, um, let's, let's actually design something that's really going to benefit and serve them. 
Absolutely. That's the, you hit it right on the head. Um, when the employers are all of a sudden awakened, I should say, you, you awaken a sleeping giant or whatever term you want to use, uh, it then allows that, allows that employee to, that, 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 sorry, that, that employer to align its own interests in with the needs of the employees. Um, and when they do that, I believe that now you have a more engaged workforce, a, a, a much more loyal workforce. And to be totally, totally honest, you also may have changed the uh, trajectory of a family by by the education, by the services and products that you're offering. Because um, if you grew up in a in a urban area and your your employees or, or if you're a employee, I should say, grew up in certain areas where it was urban or rural or, you know, and they, you know, didn't, were never taught about things like credit, you know, how to get a mortgage, you know, the, the importance of credit, the importance of a mortgage, the, the importance of investing for the future. If, if you've been offering, let's just say, a 401k plan, and we, we meet a lot of employers where the lower the, the lower compensated employers, those with the, the uh, lowest wages, typically want contribute to a 401k, but we don't change that mindset by telling them, look, your employer is is matching you, let's just say 6%. So basically they're giving you a dollar for every dollar of the 6% of what your, um, of your, of your salary. So with that, doesn't it make sense if I gave you a dollar, for every dollar that you put aside, that's called free money, right? So why would you not want that? Once we position it that way, the employee, the the employees tend to buy in at a high, at a at a, at a much larger rate than they would prior to that. Um, and things like that can go a long way for making sure that people aren't working because the day that they die, you know, because because they have to. And if you want to, that's fine, but it should not, if you, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody aspires to be a Walmart greeter, nothing <laughs> against that. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm pretty sure nobody, you know, oh, when I retire, I, I want to go be a greeter at Walmart. Like that's, that's not, you know, I, at least in, in my opinion, I could be wrong, George, you know, but no, I, you know, I, I don't think, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure. Didn't want to offend anybody. <laughs> um, you know, but that's just not a job that, you know, somebody wants to aspire to have, and you're seeing, and the sad thing is that you're seeing more and more of that, even in fast food, you know, you'll go to a fast food restaurant and you will see that person that, you know, looks like they're in their seventies or eighties working. And it's like, wow, like this is again, no to anybody, but had, had, in my opinion, had certain things been offered maybe when they were, you know, working wherever they came from you wouldn't see that because and that's also taking away jobs from from the youth also so it's it's a it's a balancing act in my opinion yeah and i i think that sometimes when people listen to listen to a conversation like this they think well who in the world would not want to be saving money or wouldn't want to be saving for retirement but the reality is i i get questions all the time like why would i want to do that why would I want to save money or put money into a 401k? And it's not that 
not that people are, 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 it's not that they're dumb or stupid. It's just that they have never kind of thought that far out to, to your point. It's like you, you want to be saving money so that you have the freedom to not have to work at Walmart or the freedom to not work at a fast food restaurant when you're older. So, so this is a very real conversation that that's happening in companies across America, but the reality, or I think, unfortunately, it's not happening enough in, in in companies across America. Does does offering these additional services, having these 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 extra conversations, does it cost a lot more to employers? Well, actually, shockingly, uh, it really costs them nothing, but the the um, administrative, you know. Uh, uh, tasks that the benefits department or the HR department um, has to do as far as entering deductions and payroll. Like it's really that simple. There's, um, there's no added cost to this, but what I can tell you is that it can, it, it can, it, it can help them increase their profitability because if you're taking care of the employees, we all know that a lot of the major illnesses, um, your chances of getting them are much higher if you have employees that are stressed or worried. So, because a lot of people eat bad when they're stressed. So, so imagine if you're offering, you know, loans or, you know, different products that the employees are no longer having to stress about when they go home. Now, all of a sudden you have maybe decreased the, the, the uh, rates of, of high blood pressure, cancer in your organization, all of that, Leads leads to and um, increasing your bottom line because now you're also lowering the cost of the health insurance. Yeah, that's a, a very unfortunate reality. Is that that financial stuff in in one capacity or another is just the number one cause of stress on on all of us. So, so I can certainly see the clear benefit to an organization. Um, and if it's just a matter of it's not really going to cost you a lot of extra money to do this, it really is making that mindset shift and then being intentional about here, here, here here's the organization that that, that, that that we are. And we're not only going to employ these employ our employees, but we're also going to help to, you know, position them to, to, to become the best possible version or whatever version that they want. And obviously you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink, but we're at least setting the table. So. Absolutely. And that's, um, the most that, a that an employer can do. And also, you know, it, it goes to, you know, um, the uh, mindset, maybe you plant the seed today and this is, this, 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 this is a true story. Or, 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 or a, 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 a real-world example um, is that when I first started on the employee benefit side in 2003, uh, we didn't have a lot of employees adopting some of the strategies. But what started to happen was the more the employees heard us speak about it, I heard my team speak about it, it was like us planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Over the years, you know, it might, some people got it immediately, Others, it took them, you know, five, six years to finally go, man, you know, I've heard you speak for the last five years and, you know, my, 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 you know, my dad died or my, my cousin got sick or something like that. And then they go, Felipe, I wish I had listened to you. Or unfortunately, some of the people got sick and, and no longer were able to, you know, to get the coverages and some unfortunately died. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and when you hear stuff like that, you start to realize that your your mission is a is is a much larger than than you just coming and offering benefits to employees. It almost becomes a ministry. Well, amen. I love it. Well, Felipe, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, my difference-making tip is, and this is going to come from the business of your mind podcast, <laughs> and I say it like that's the name of it. That's how we got to uh, do this. Uh, <laughs> but my 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 tip, if anybody took, in, took away take, takes away anything today, is that you want to maximize every opportunity, whether that be um, in life, whether that be what you're being offered through your employer's benefits package or just anything that you have access to. You want to make sure that you're not taking taking for granted anything um, that you have within your reach. And I believe everything is uh, within your reach. So make sure that you're always maximizing every opportunity, looking at the pluses, not the minuses, and just go all out in life. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. I love it. Well, Felipe, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Uh, you can go to FelipeBarganier.com or actually I, I'll make it simple. You can go to G-A-B-I-N-T.com. Uh, you can also uh, follow me on YouTube, uh, Felipe Barganier. Uh, my name is spelled F-E-L-I-P-E. B-A-R-G-A-N-I-E-R and follow me on Wednesdays uh, on the Pieces of Your Mind. I love it. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Felipe your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to FelipeBarganier.com. It's G-A-B-I-N-T.com as well, Felipe. Yes, absolutely. And on Wednesdays, tune into the Business of Your Mind podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you again, Felipe. Thank you, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.